Welcome to Truth Talk. This is your host, Larry Bryant, and the truth is out there. If you want to seek it, you can find it. Well, on today's program, we're going to uh, talk about something that uh, uh, hopefully older Christians know a whole lot about, maybe youngers, uh, maybe not as much, but uh, and, and maybe in some churches today, not, uh, not a whole lot of, but uh, we're talking about uh, uh, being uh, dead to self or die to self. And you say, well, what in the world do you mean by that? Well, you know, the, there are some Bible verses here that, that talks about how we're supposed to die to ourselves, to live for Christ, and so on. And uh, so uh, to sort of uh, kick this off or get started with it, we, um, yeah, and I've heard this in, in um, various uh, phases. Uh, you know, there, there's an old story that sort of illustrates this. Uh, uh, pretty well, and um, I'd kind of, like I said, heard uh, different variations of it, but I recently saw it uh, here in a, a book on uh, his uh, Smith Wigglesworth's uh, uh, complete collection of his life teachings, and so uh, uh, one of his teachings here was on uh, being dead to self. And uh, he used this story, this uh, illustration, and uh, I think it it says a whole lot. So I'll I'll sort of start here reading this, and then we'll come back and and comment. But said a young monk came one day to his father superior and asked, "Father, what is it to be dead to self?" So the father replied, I cannot explain it now, but I have a duty for you to, to perform. Brother Martin died last week and is buried in the churchyard of your order. Go to his grave, standing close beside it. Repeat in a loud voice all the good things you ever heard of him. After this, say all the flattering things that you can invent and attribute to him every saintly grace and virtue without regard to truth and report the result to me. So the the young monk went to do his bidding. And, you know, he wondered what, uh, what all this could mean. So soon he returned and the father asked him uh, what had transpired. <laughs> Why nothing, replied the young man. I did as you told me, and that was all. Well, did Brother Martin make no reply, asked the superior. Of course he did not, for he was dead, said the monk. The elder shook his head thoughtfully, saying, This is very strange. Go again tomorrow at the same hour, and repeat at the graveside all the evil that you've ever heard concerning Brother Martin. And to that, the worst slander and you know any of the bad things that can come to, to imagine and report uh, uh, the results to me. So again, the young man obeyed and brought back the same report. He had, he had heaped unlimited abuse on the head of Brother Martin and had received no reply. From Brother Martin, you may learn, said the father, what it is to be dead to self. Neither flattery nor abuse has moved him, for he is dead. 
So this disciple who is dead to self will be insensible to these things, hearing a neither voice of praise nor retaliation, but all personal feelings will be lost in the service of Christ. Um, yeah, being dead to self, you know, dying to yourself, uh, you sort of get your personal feelings out of the way. Um, you know, sometimes people are going to say things to hurt you. Uh, sometimes people will say things to, to flatter you. Um, yeah, you know, if we if we look at this, um, you know, personal feelings, like we said, um, should be lost to the service of Christ, whether it's in the voice of praise or retaliation. So what do we mean by that? Is it okay to... To praise somebody or, or uh, congratulate somebody if they did something good, well, of course, you know, maybe, and that's even good. You know, we sh- we should honor people that have accomplished things. You know, especially in the name of the Lord. Um, you know, we should uh, recognize those uh, achievements and stuff. Um, uh, but you know, if you're the person receiving these compliments, don't let it go to your head. <laughs> You know, sometimes have you known people that uh, okay they uh, uh, they do something and people start complimenting them and they have a little bit of success and they let that success go to their head. Um, you know, they get, sort of get uh, big headed about it, right? They get out of control. Um, they start thinking more of themselves than probably they should. And you know, when you start doing that, then you start thinking smaller of some other people, maybe. Um, so if if you if God has graced you and you're able to accomplish some things and you start getting some compliments for it, stay humble. You know, recognize that it was the grace of God that allowed you to do those things. And so you know, stay humble in it. Receive the compliments. You know, thank the people. But remember that it, it's really God. Okay, God has enabled you. God has used you. Um, you know, sometimes God uses people because they're, uh, you know, they want to be useful vessels. Um, but there are times in the Bible that God has used people that, uh, um, you know, without them really realizing that God is using them. You know, they thought they're just doing their own their own thing for their own gain and and for this and that, but God used that to uh, to accomplish something. <clears throat> so don't get too full of yourself. Also, if you're out here and you're <clears throat> you're trying to do something for the Lord, and um, uh, somebody might get offended, somebody says something against you. You know, some somebody might uh, you know want to cuss you out uh, up one side and down the other. Um, don't take it personal, and, and that that's hard. But have we crucified our flesh, or are we living in the spirit, or, or are we living in the flesh? You know, as we walk our walk, we have to learn to walk in the spirit. You know. Uh, let things roll off our back, okay? So, you, you know, if somebody is saying something against you, it it, it could be true. You know, we, we all mess up. 
but it might be false. You know, it might be just something very slanderous and somebody's made up something. And it's easy to take things personally. But but we can't. You know, if you're if you're working for the Lord, if you're trying to walk your walk, you know, like we said, let it slide off your back and, and go on, live your life for Christ as, as best you can. You know, in First Corinthians fifteen thirty one uh, Paul wrote here, he, he said, I die daily. Yeah, says, uh, I affirm by the boasting in you, which I have in Christ Jesus, I die daily. And so that's what we have to do, too. Each day that we get up, we have to, uh, you know, make sure that that old uh, fleshly man stays crucified. Um we we you know we need to be able to see things um, from God's perspective. You know, sometimes you know we're down here and we can be in the valley. And if you're in a in a valley, your view is kind of uh, construed. You know, you can only see so far. You can only see so much. But if you go up on top of the mountain, uh, you know the mountaintop view. You can see a whole lot more clearly. You know the the lay of the land and and everything. So God has a different perspective than what we do on things, and so if if we can't see it, you know, we need to try to have God's perspective of things. But if we can't, then we just need to have faith that um, until we do get God's perspective on it, you know, we need to hold on to the fact that 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 God has everything under control. You know. We may not understand it, but knowing that God has everything under control will will help us hold on to our joy. You know, don't let your joy be be stolen from you. Um, yeah, we want to read over here in um, in Matthew chapter sixteen, and we'll start in verse twenty four and go through around twenty seven or so, where it talks about taking up our cross and following Christ. Says then Jesus said to his disciples, "If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And whoever desires to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul?" For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. Yeah, so we all have a, a cross <laughs> that we have to uh, take up. Um, you know, you're, you're uh, in one sense it's all the same cross, but but your cross may be a little bit different than mine because my calling may be a little bit different than yours. Um yeah, we, we know that death to self is required to be a true follower of Christ. Um, but it also requires us to, to find the life that, uh, that is truly life. Um, Jesus says that following him comes at a cost of losing oneself. But, of course, the alternative is to 
uh, permanently lose one's life. Uh, Luke 14, 25 through 33 uh, talks and uh, tells us that uh, leaving all to, to follow Christ, Jesus says, you, you cannot be my disciple um, if you uh, won't suffer for me. So sometimes there's some suffering. Sometimes there's some persecution. You know, sometimes, uh, yeah, I uh, heard a young man say uh, the other day, a high school kid, um, young man, um, say that, uh, you know, he, he'd went to church and uh, uh, so some people made fun of him for going to church. <laughs> now, think about that. Yeah, that, that's in America today. That's in our local society, <laughs> part of our local culture. You know, we can we can either um, walk with God, and uh, walking with God means we're walking towards God. You know, when we walk with God, we, we get closer to God. But if we don't walk with God, then we're kind of walking away from God, we're we we keep separating ourselves from God. You know, we can either walk in the spirit or we walk in the flesh. You know, the flesh is the old and it it's the it's been crucified. Um you know, the old way is has lost its dominion. You know, at one time, you know, before you're saved, you know, with the fall of Adam, you know, uh, sin dominates. Sin, the flesh, has dominion uh, sort of over us. But we can, uh, but that old, the old man has been crucified. It's crucified with Christ, right, when you become saved. Um, and so sin no longer has dominion over us. The problem is that sometimes we give that dominion back to it. Uh, we give control back to our fleshly, you know, dead body. And, um, you know, I, I guess we're sort of like the zombies, you know, the walking dead. You know, we're supposed to be alive, but then we uh, we turn back to, to being, uh, being dead in the flesh again. Um you know, remember the spirit is greater than the law of sin. That's in Second Corinthians uh, three seventeen, I believe. And to to die to self uh, daily uh, doesn't mean that you uh, stop existing. That's not what it's talking about. It means that uh, uh, you know that death means to separate ourselves. Um. So to die um, to self daily means to to uh, you know separate ourselves from the worldly, separate ourselves from the fleshly desires, um, so that we can draw closer to God. Um, you know it says the wages of sin is death, which is a separation from God, and. Uh, and, and so we'll, we'll take a short break and uh, we'll be back in just a few moments. Mm-hmm. 
We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world. Welcome back to Truth Talk. <clears throat> you know, we're, we're talking about um, you know, walking in the Spirit, uh, being dead to ourselves or die to our, our, our flesh. Um, and, and, you know, when we're born again, you know, our flesh – our um, our old se- self has lost that dominion over us, and our spirit becomes aligned with God, and and also our, our spirit. Uh, um, if our spirit is aligned with God, you know, our spirit should be ruling our life in accordance with what God wants. Um, you know, our soul. You know, we are a three part. Uh, System, you know, man has three parts to him. You know, the, God is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But we, uh, you know, mankind, we have a physical body. We have a a soul, uh, which is our our mind, our will, and our emotions tied up there in our soulish man. And then we have a spirit. And so, um, um, you know, our uh, we see that the. Our, our soulish man uh, is our, our flesh, okay? And really our spirit man uh, is made to really rule over our, our fleshly man, uh, the old man. Um, yeah, our, our soulish man was never meant to rule over us. But uh, you know, when Adam sinned, Adam and Eve sinned, sin came in, um, then that sort of uh, um, broke that spiritual connection that man had with God, and uh, our soulish man um, started taking dominion over us, our, our emotions and so on. Um, yeah, so our, our spirit man must rule uh, so that our soul and our body can be at rest. And be at harmony with God. You know, when our when our fleshly man is ruling, we're really not uh, at harmony. You know, for example, if if we let our our, our emotions rule us, um, and we're flying mad at people, and then you know, when you fly mad, what happens? Your blood pressure goes up. So it's affecting it's affecting all of you. Okay, and and you not not really at rest, and and you uh, you know you you think about that because you're mad at that person, and 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 it, it sort of you heard the expression it eats at you. <laughs> um, yeah, you know that's what not what God intends us. God wants us to be you know at peace. Uh, at harmony, Jesus said, uh, "Come and come to me, all you who, who uh, labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." <laughs> you know, true rest uh, is from God, from the Spirit. Um, you know, when the soul, the our soulish person, our mind, and our our will, our emotions, uh, when it's ruling. 
You know, there's really no no rest. We're only it's just strife. Um, and so, if if your life is full of strife, um, I would suggest that maybe you're letting your soulish man rule over you. Now, that's not saying that if you're walking in the spirit that things aren't going to happen and come against you. They will, but you'll deal with it a whole lot better because you're walking in the spirit and that Holy Spirit is, is with you. And even though those those things are coming at you, you'll have that internal peace. <laughs> it says it's that peace that passes all understanding. You know, the world can't understand why you know things are happening to people oh like a hurricane comes through and it destroys uh, their their home and and everything and and the person is at peace <laughs> you know because they have god within them and uh, they're thankful you know for what the, they do have you know we must submit everything to the spirit of god <laughs> and let the holy spirit rule in our hearts we have to to die to self <laughs> Um, yeah, every day um, we have to if we die to self the self kind of life then that leads to a spirit filled life and a spirit filled life will lead to an abundant life and if you want an abundant life then we must live obediently uh, to the spirit we need to submit ourselves to what what God says and do what uh, God says to do. So, you know, there's some some key concepts here. One of them deals with the cross. You know, the the blood of Jesus is for our forgiveness, and the cross is for our for our deliverance. Uh, Ephesians one seven says the blood forgives you uh, of sin's penalty. But uh, says the cross delivers you from sin's power. That's Galatians two twenty and Luke uh, nine twenty three. So the power of sin, you're delivered from that from the cross. You know it says that in uh, in Him we have redemption through His blood, uh, the forgiveness of sin according to the riches of His grace. Ephesians one seven. And I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. That's Galatians 2.20. Luke 9.23 said, Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow him. Yeah, you know, our walk is a daily walk. Yes, we we get saved, you know, but then we have our daily walk. And some sometimes some days our walk is better than other days. Some days our walk is closer to God and some days not. But you know, that that's our human ex- experience, but as we walk this walk we should be continually drawing closer to the Lord. Um, the Bible says that in Jesus you have redemption and forgiveness of sin through his blood. The blood is associated with the forgiveness of sins, and the cross is used differently in Scripture. 
um, says uh, it's not associated specifically with forgiveness of sins, but uh, rather it delivers you from sin in the singular. So Paul said there, um, says in the nature of Galatians 2.20, Paul said that uh, he was in Christ when he died and that he died with him. And he lived because Christ, who had raised from the dead, lived in and through him. So Paul's saying that Christ had delivered me from me. Yeah. So we are in Christ. Christ are, is in us. Christ delivers us from ourselves. Yeah. Most of the time, we are our own worst enemy, right? Uh, it's us giving in to uh, to our own fleshly desires, um, but God will deliver us from ourselves. Um, it says as you come to the cross, it's the power to l- deliver you from you. Uh, it says only as you go through the process of giving up the right to your life and choosing to die to self uh, to self daily can you live for Jesus. Jesus said in uh, Luke nine twenty three that if anyone desires to follow him, they must take up their cross daily. Jesus took up a cross for us you know, one time uh, in history to deliver us from, from sin's penalty. So now we too take a cross for him, um, which delivers us from sin's power. Yeah, we see here that... Uh, you can't grow if you don't know God's word. You know, once you get saved, to walk this walk daily and to draw closer to God, you you need to understand God's word. You, you need to know that spiritually you were in Christ when He died. <laughs> you realize that, and because you were in Him, you also died with him your old man and sin nature is crucified and so that no longer has dominion over you you know it uh, there, there's several scripture verses here i'm sort of uh, looking at it uh, you know just just believe what god says you know knowing what god says is sort of the first step but then you have to believe what god says too um, if you don't believe what God says, how's it going to help you? You know, you have to know what he says, but then also you have to believe what God says. Um, you know, in Romans 6, uh, verses 11, 12, it says, Likewise, you also reckon yourself to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey in it its lust. Yeah, don't let sin dominate you. You know, you've been born again. Yeah, you know, we we mess up, but as you walk your life, okay. If you're if you've been a Christian uh, a long period of time then you should be further down that road, right? Um, 
you know, examine yourself. I'm not going to examine you. <laughs> I have enough hard, hard time examining myself, okay? Examine ourselves where we're at and see what we need to do to walk that closer walk with, with the Lord. Um, you know, remember that the enemy will try to deceive you. The old devil wants to take you back into slavery, keep you in captivity, um, steal your freedom from you that you've been given uh, with Christ Jesus. Um, and how did how did the devil deceive Eve? You know, didn't he just twist a few things? So that's why you need to know the Word of God, so that if somebody's coming at you and, and it's a little bit twisted, you'll recognize. Well, that's not exactly what it said, you know. And if you, you have a little bit of confusion. You've got the Word of God to go to, uh, to oh, seek and you shall find. Yeah, all sin is is a, a futile atta- attempt to meet a, a legitimate need in an illegitimate way. We all have needs, you know, but sin will, will take you down the wrong path to that. So until next time, this is Larry Bryant with Truth Talk. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.